Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Midweek Connect. I'm so glad that you're all here with me tonight. And I'm excited to share some things with you that I think you're going to really enjoy tonight. And I'm just anxious to get started. So, but before we start tonight, I just want to pray um, for the whole situation that's going on right now with COVID. Um, And right now, we all just need Jesus. So let's just open with a word of prayer together. Lord, I'm so thankful, God, for this opportunity that you've given us, Lord, to spend this time together. And God, I thank you for everyone that's watching right now on Instagram or Facebook. And God, I pray that you would minister to their individual needs, God, because only you know what those are. And God, I pray that you would just reach out tonight, God, and comfort those, God, that are fearful. Lord, so many people are dealing with fear and anxiety and depression and insecurities right now, not knowing what the future holds for them. But God, we know that you hold our future and we can put our future in your hands. And I'm so thankful, God, that you love us, Lord, with an everlasting love. And I'm so thankful that we have confidence and hope in you, knowing, Lord, that you're going to take care of us. And Lord, I want to thank you for all of the first responders, God, that you would continue, Lord, to keep them in your care Give them strength, give them wisdom, give them direction, Lord. And for all those that are sick tonight, God, I pray, Lord, that you would just heal their bodies. God, by your stripes, we are healed, Lord, and we claim healing for them in Jesus' name. And Lord, those that have lost loved ones, God, I pray that you would comfort them as only you can do. God, you give us peace that passes all understanding, Lord, and I pray that you would bring peace, Lord, to those that are brokenhearted tonight, God, and feeling the loss of loved ones. And Lord, I'm so thankful that we can call upon you in our hour of need and you're always there for us. And I'm so thankful, Lord, that you take care of your children. And I pray, God, a hedge of protection around each and every one of them tonight. God, protect their homes, protect their families. And I pray against this virus that it cannot enter into their homes. We thank you for doing it. And God, I pray that you would use me tonight, God, to be a blessing to others and an encouragement and an inspiration. Thank you so much, God, for everything that you do for us. We couldn't live without you. Thank you for the very breath that we breathe today and strength that you give us every day. We love you, Lord. We thank you so much. You're so wonderful. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so now let's get started on our lesson tonight. So guess what? Surprise! You've all just been given a gift. And you probably are thinking, I wasn't given a gift. Oh, yes, you were. Every single one of you was given a gift, and it was a surprise. What? A gift in the midst of all these storms that we're going through, heartbreak and sorrow? A gift? Hmm. You're probably thinking, bless her heart. She's been in quarantine way too long. Oh, you got to love her though. Nope. You have all been given a gift. And that gift that you've all been given is the gift of time. And now the question you have to ask yourself is, what will you do with the time that you've been given? So, Again, this was certainly not something that was planned for. It was totally unexpected. It was a surprise. 
Um, but you know, at this time, we find that a lot of people are reevaluating their lives right now. So, you know, this has put, um, you know, everything that so many people have put stock into has been taken away or shut down. So it makes you really stop and take notice when everything that I found to be so important is stripped from me, what do I have left? And what will you do with what you've been given? So will you look back on this time with regret and realize you wasted it? You sat back, you did nothing, just waiting for it to all be over? Or will you seize the day and look back and realize you made good use of the gift that you were given, the gift of time. At the beginning of this year, 2020, if you all remember, we went through and I talked, uh, I did one of our midweek connect lessons on New Year's resolutions. So if you'll recall, I went through several of the most common New Year's resolutions that are usually on everybody's list. And it went something like this. Spend more time reading my Bible. Spend more time in prayer. Committed to attending church services whenever the doors were open. Exercise more. Lose weight. Get organized. Learn a new skill or a hobby. Save more money. Get on a budget and live within my means. Get my six-month emergency fund in place. Pay off debt live life to the fullest, spend more time with family and friends, travel more, and read more. So that was just some of them that we had went over. And again, that's something that is on a lot of people's um, resolution list. So I ask you this today, though. When was the last time you looked at your 2020 resolution list? Have we all forgotten about it because we're so consumed with what's going on? Or... Have some of you actually thought, hey, this is the perfect time. I've been given a whole bunch of time. And now I can actually make sure that some of these resolutions come to fruition. So what are you doing today to ensure that you are not allowing this gift of time that you've been given to pass you by? So next year at this time, will you thank yourself for seizing the day? that you have been given? Ask yourself that question. So let's talk about some of these resolutions and how you can accomplish them right now. So spend more time reading my Bible. That was one of them, right? So how about this? Now that you might be on a reduced schedule, you might even have one day off a week now, maybe you're not even working at all. Set aside a certain time of the day to do this. So again, you're no longer commuting in traffic maybe, or if you are, you're not on the road as long. I know for myself, normally it takes me 45 minutes to an hour to get to work and I love it. I get on the freeway and I fly and I'm there in like 15 minutes. And this morning I was like speeding and I didn't even know it. And the next thing I know, I see what looks like a highway patrol in my rear view mirror and I'm like, no. And then I look at my speedometer and I'm going 80. Terrible. But thank God it wasn't the CHP. Um, so anyway, so you're not sitting in traffic. Uh, you're not, you know, you don't have your morning commute. You don't have your commute after work. So what's your excuse? Find some time to read your Bible. 
And you know what? Um, I know sometimes with reading the Bible, some people want to be able to say, I read the Bible through in a year. That's great. God bless you if that's what you do. But for me personally, I like to read the Bible in different sections because I want to like digest what I'm reading. And I, it's not like hurry, hurry. You got to read six chapters today and then, you know, five chapters tomorrow or whatever. Nah, sorry, that doesn't work for me. But if it works for you, God bless you, love you, it's wonderful. But for me, it doesn't work. I like to, and again, you know what? One day it might be just one verse because it's so powerful and I wanna just like eat it up and digest it and commit it to memory. And then others, yeah, maybe you could read a chapter or two. So anyway, do what works for you. Again, all these things that I'm throwing out, we you gotta find what works for you. Don't ever try to do what somebody else is doing. You got to do what works for you. Because at the end of the day, what's the most important thing? That you accomplish it. So that's, that's what you have to focus on. All right. Spend more time in prayer. Set aside time to pray and commune with God. And I'll tell you right now more than ever, boy, do we need to talk to God every day, all day long. So um, it's important that all of us have a personal relationship with God. It's not your pastor's relationship. It's not your pastor's wife's relationship. It's not your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, your grandma, grandpa, sister, brother. It's your relationship because when this is all wrapped up, all of us individually are going to have to stand before God and give an account for our lives. So make sure that you are spending time every single day. It ought to be your top priority to commune with God. Talk to him. All right. Uh, committing to attending church services right now that we can't do that. And I'll tell you, I've had people tell me, boy, when the church doors are open, I'm going to be there. And it's funny because, you know, you don't realize how much you miss something until it's taken away from you. And a lot of people don't come, but then now that they can't come, they wish they could come. But again, it's so important to make sure that you're in the father's house every time those doors are open. All right, what was another one? Exercise more, okay? And guess what? We can exercise. All the gyms and fitness centers are closed. Thank you, Jesus, okay? But guess what? I can't use that as an excuse. I could exercise at home. Oh, but I don't have any free weights. I can't do that. Well, do you have a can in your cupboard? Use that as a weight. Use your body as resistance. There's no excuse as to why you cannot exercise. So again, people, again, six months from now, everybody's gonna have an excuse. Well, I didn't do it because, I didn't do it because. Well, that's wonderful, but you know what? I don't buy them because there is no excuses for nothing. If we want something bad enough, we'll do it, bottom line. So exercise, go outside, take a walk, you know, uh, do lunges in the yard, whatever you're doing. Do floor exercises. I remember back in the day, before gyms and fitness centers and all that were even a thing, my mom, bless her heart, oh, I loved her to pieces. Uh, she, I remember she'd go on these diets and she was always doing these floor exercises. I'd wake up in the morning and there she was doing her floor exercises. So again, that was pre-gyms, so there's no excuse. If you really want to exercise, you're going to do it. All right, what's the next thing? Lose weight, okay? So how do we do that right now? 
I can't, I can't go on a diet right now because you know what? All that rabbit food that I'm used to eating, you know, the lettuce and broccoli and all that, um, I can't go to the store that often to go get fresh produce. So I'm kind of stuck. And what I do have is chips and cookies and candy bars. So for right now, no. And you know, we're eating whatever just to kind of, you know, make up menus with what we have. So yeah, I think I'm gonna put that uh, diet thing on the back burner. No, there's no excuse. Okay, so you don't have the rabbit food. You don't have the lettuce and all that kind of happy stuff, the fresh produce maybe. But guess what? You can still eat, it's just portion control. So again, what are we doing right now in this time that we're in? We're just making adjustments, but nothing is keeping us from accomplishing our goals and our resolutions, right? So let's stay focused, all right? And keep in mind, if you're just sitting around all day, and I don't care if you're like portion control, you might want to just eat like a granola bar because you don't need any extra calories because remember, you lose weight when you burn more calories than you take in. So keep that in mind. Okay, getting organized. Oh, everybody wants to get organized. Everybody has messy closets and drawers and cupboards and all that good stuff. And we always say, you know, I would do it, but I just don't have time because I work all week. And then Saturday, I'm running around getting groceries, going to the dry cleaners, all that good stuff. I don't have time. Guess what? You've been given a gift of time. So now is the time to go through those closets. And don't jump around and take out a few things here and a few things there. Focus on one at a time. And that's how you're going to get it done. And whatever you do, don't take everything out and just to put it all back. No, go through it. Make three piles. You love it and you need it. Uh, maybe I'll give it to Goodwill. And I for sure will give it to Goodwill. Three piles, okay? So all the loves are going back in your closet, right? The maybes, maybe you need to try them on and maybe that'll be the deciding factor for you. And right now, some of those things that used to fit good eh, might be a little tight with all the eating that we've been doing. And I'm, I'm there with the rest of you, so I ain't pointing any fingers, God knows. Um, but anyway, so again, and then go through that maybe pile and don't put it in there if it's not a love because you're going to end up with a junkie closet again. And then organize maybe all your dresses together, your skirts, your tops, whatever, maybe even color coordinate it, whatever. But again, perfect time to get organized, okay? And then what about learning a new skill or hobby? Was that on your resolution list? What is it that you want to do? Um, you have time. So, you know, maybe you don't have the wherewithal. Maybe you wanted to learn a musical instrument or something, let's say. Well, watch some YouTube videos, you know, online. There's so many uh, different, uh, different material that you can get that can help you on whatever it is that you want to do. Whatever that hobby is, read some books about it. You might already have bought the book because it was something you wanted to do. But again, you never have the time you do now. Save more money. Okay, this might just have taken care of itself because you can't go anywhere or do anything, so you're forced to save money right now. So notice that you're not having to fill up your gas tank as much. What are you doing? You're saving money. 
You notice you're not going out to eat? That's a big time money waster. Guess what? You're not going out to eat, you're saving money. Uh, you're not getting your hair and your nails done? Guess what? You're saving money. Um, the amusement parks and theaters are closed? You're saving money. Uh, you can't go pleasure shopping anymore. You know, when we do that just for fun, something to do, and then we end up spending money we shouldn't have, well, guess what? You're saving money because you can't do that now. So again, continue to put money away, every paycheck. All right, and then get on a budget and live within your means, even more so right now. Everybody should be doing this. So many people have lost their jobs, had salary reductions, hours reduced, and you need a budget. Write down what your take-home pay is and then list all your household expenses and creditors. And it might be tight during this time, but again, try to save a little if you can. And then what was the other one? Get my six-month emergency fund in place. And I'll tell you what, had this resolution been taken seriously for a lot of you, it would be coming in handy right about now. And again, that's what it's all about because you have to plan for the unknown. We never know what tomorrow holds, only God does. But again, if you're prepared, then it's not so much of a hard hit on you when it happens. So, you know, six months ago, there were many people thinking they would still be working today. But for those that prepared and saved up, they're okay. But then for those that did not, then they find themselves wondering what they're going to do. Uh, pay off debt. Depending on where you find yourself at this point, you might have to pause your debt snowball and just make minimum payments for the time being. So again, just adjust what you need to do. Um, live life to the fullest. Take advantage of this time that you're given to spend with your family and friends. Pick up the phone. Call somebody that you haven't talked to in a while. And then, um, you know, play some games. Do some puzzles together with your friends and family. And then you wanted to travel more. Well, you know what? That's kind of halted right now. But have you, like, done any research on the places that you want to go? Uh, do some research. What do I want to do when I get there? What's some places I'd like to eat or visit or whatever? So you could be doing that right now. Read more. Pick up a good book and start reading. And, you know, um, if you don't have any books, you can do an ebook on Amazon or you can even have it delivered uh, to your home. So here's the deal. None of your resolutions should suffer because of the coronavirus. You can do all of them just in a different manner or way that maybe you had initially not thought about. So don't look back on this time as wasted. Make it count for something. Stop waiting for time. Time is not waiting for you. And sometimes there's no next time. Sometimes there's no second chance. No time out. Sometimes it is now or never. And that's up to you. What will you do with the time that you've been given? I hope you use it wisely and make sure that God is given the first fruits of your time. Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Focus on the good things. Stay focused on your resolutions. 
Again, that will be a good distraction to keep your mind off of everything else that's going on. But think on the good things. Fill your mind with good things and that will help push out fear. So how can you accomplish anything? If you want to do anything you can, it's just that you have to want to. And how do I know that? Because Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And all things, not some things, not just a couple things, but all things. So in ourselves, we're weak. But like Philippians 4.13 says, he strengthens us and he can help us. So you know what? Why not write this scripture on a piece of paper and tape it to your mirror so that every night before you go to bed, you're brushing your teeth every morning when you wake up. Just remember, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Remind yourself of that. Memorize that scripture because you can do it. I know you can. I believe in you. And you know what? You'll thank yourself at this time next year because you followed through and you accomplished your resolutions. So I have some wonderful news to share with you before I close for tonight. I know I've gone a little longer than normal, but God is just so good. And, you know, we hear a lot of negative things going on right now, but I have an email that I received yesterday that I just want to share with you. And this email is an email that I received from Carol Castillo. And as you all know, she used to come to our church and she's since moved to Arizona, but she shared a testimony with me and um, said that it was fine for me to share it with you guys. And so I want to do that. And I took out some parts that was not important uh, to know. Um, that's personal for her. Uh, but anyway, uh, I do want to read you her email because here's the thing. I want you guys to know something and there's more happening that I'm not sharing right now, but you're all going to find out about it eventually. But God is doing a major work. Miracles are happening during this situation that we're in. So let me read you her email. It says, hello, beautiful. I am so excited to tell you I accepted a job offer today. I applied for this job over seven weeks ago. I had a phone interview with the HR person. Then last Friday, I had an interview with five people. In the interview, when it was my turn to ask questions, I asked about what the work week looked like. Well, turns out in the first year, you work 50 hours a week, second years, maybe a little less, and the third year, low 40s a week. Well, because of my back, because she has um, had back surgery, uh, I came away from that interview knowing that I couldn't do 50 hours a week and hoped and prayed that the interview I was at the day before at the courthouse, which was 20 hours a week, would come through and I would get that one. It's just beautiful how God always shows up. Monday afternoon, when I got home, I had a job offer from the group I met with on Friday. They gave her the salary amount that she would be making and they also had awesome benefits. I actually cried knowing I could not accept this offer because I could not work 50 hours a week. 40 is going to be a stretch. And I just prayed, Lord, you brought me to this. Help me to just let this go and not be tempted to take it anyway and not be able to perform well. Okay, I will pause right there to say that, my friends, is a child of God. 
because as we all know, we should do our jobs as unto the Lord and do our best. And she, even though she wanted it, she wasn't willing to take it if she couldn't give what they were asking for. Tuesday morning, I called the courthouse HR department to see if I was even being considered for the position and know they had already filled it. I knew in my heart of hearts I could not accept the 50-hour-a-week position, so I declined the offer and told them why. The HR person already knew that I had worked part-time positions to facilitate the healing of my back up until now. Well, drum roll, she says, well, late yesterday afternoon, I got an email from the operations manager asking me if I would be op uh, open to a Zoom meeting today, which was yesterday, Wednesday, to discuss because they were willing to entertain a solution. That, my friends, is Jesus at work for his children. This morning, I had that Zoom meeting and explained to him that I couldn't justify taking the position and then not be able to fulfill the position with all the training that they would have to put into me to do so, and then fail to be able to give them 50 hours a week. He said they would reconfigure the offer and asked would I be willing to guide my new boss in the ways of HR and mentoring new staff as we ramp up here in Prescott. I was absolutely excited she said got the new offer and no more than 40 hours a week it's been a long time coming but is an answer to prayer they are a christ-centered business and i won't have to put up with cursing and vulgar language either and that's kind of funny because her previous job she was having to deal with that so thank you jesus for that they are based out of houston and I've had one of their employees that moved here working remotely for the past three years and have decided to ramp up an office here. And you know why I believe they decided to ramp up that office is because one of God's children needed that job and he opened the door because that's what God does. In the midst of the storm, COVID-19, God provided and I start next week. Thank you, Jesus. This is a testimony that you can share with your congregation and encourage them. I wish I could make a trip to California and share it with them. I had chosen not to fear and just to trust God in the midst of all this, knowing he would provide and he has and he continues to do so. I'm giving God all the glory. I can tell you I was shaking when I got to this interview, knowing I was going to be grilled by four or six people. I stopped to use the restroom before checking in looked in the mirror and said to myself, remember who you belong to, you got this. We can stand on the promises of God, this preaches, so please feel free to share it. It has already today given me the opportunity to share how great my God is with other people. And I'm telling you folks, if God knows your name, if you put God first in all things, he comes through for you. And it, it just touches my heart so much. And I'm so overwhelmed with the goodness of God. He is amazing. And I've tried to convey this to so many people. You don't have to fear anything when you're a child of God. When you put God first in all things, he takes care of you. He has never failed one time, 
Not once has he ever failed me and I know he's never failed you because he doesn't fail. He is a wonderful, wonderful God. And I'm so thankful that we have him. And I'm telling you, you guys are going to hear more and more miracles that have happened during this time because God is so awesome. So trust him, believe him, no matter where you find yourself tonight, no matter what your needs are, he is your provider. He is your healer. He is your comforter. He's going to take care of you. So trust him, have faith, believe him. But most importantly, put him first and everything else, all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. They won't be withheld if you put him first, shall be added unto you. So you know what? Go seize the day, go do all those resolutions, seek first his kingdom and let him add to your life tonight. I love you all, sending you a big hug. Can't wait to see you. God bless you. We've got this in Jesus name, claiming it for you in Jesus name. I love you guys. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.